this is Top Quality Faith Ministries podcast, a multicultural global church mandated by God the Father to love and to serve as an instrument of the body of Christ. This is the house where God builds top quality faith in his people. Wherever you are listening from, we pray that you are blessed by today's message. Good day and God bless. Praise God we are looking forward to share the word of God this morning, looking to go right away into the word, amen, praying everybody's blessed, ready for a new day, everybody's excited over the things that God is doing, amen, amen, so you ever have one of those times where you just can't rest, you're just not comfortable? I'm one of those guys that, you know, it's like any time to share the word, I just can't seem to get comfortable. Um, just never quite um, at that place where it's what I want, feel good about it. And so I've been in that place. Um, I heard the Spirit of the Lord um, want to talk about something. I probably shared some of this before, but... It's been on me to um, in this time because God is, even in the midst of things that we're dealing with, God is still promoting, um, creating promotion for the body of Christ. And there's some things he's calling for for us to do in that place. And one of the things that um, he's been talking to me about is a sound foundation, a sound foundation. And so... um, I want to get us to look into the book of Titus, uh, into the book of Titus. And so um, just kind of give you some background information and different things of that nature. Um, But we want to talk about a sound foundation today. So if you be patient with me, um, that the Lord would direct us and lead us in regard to it. Uh, Gracious Father, we give thanks and praise for this opportunity to share your word. I pray now that you infuse us, infuse us. Uh, with that which you have already caused, caused your word to be engrafted within us to be able to share it, that the people of God might see and hear what thus the Spirit of God is saying. We thank you in advance for you said that your word will not return to you void, and so we thank you that the word will accomplish what you sent it to do. So we give you the glory for it now in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So if you would be in the book of Titus um, is where we're going to begin, and um, really where our my um, main point or subject is coming from Titus, the second chapter, um, beginning at verse 1. But I, I, if you just just got to stay with me for a moment, I kind of want to run through some things um, because God is really kind trying to bring some things forth for us as a whole. Now, if I can tell you this, you know, I uh, like everybody else, uh, what, what we've been dealing with I've been finding uh, ways and times to to monopolize my time. And so one of the things that I found recently that um, it's just like I keep having projects. And I had a project the other day. And, you know, one of the bad things for me is that sometimes I, I create a project and I neglect to talk to God about it. I don't know if that ever happens to you, but I just start the project and then later, I invite God in. Mm-hmm. And uh, usually when I do that, I'm the one that 
has to suffer. Well, this project that I started the other week, it was unfortunately, I didn't invite him in, but I, I found out later that I was going to have an, the Holy Spirit was going to give me an object lesson. And so, uh, just to give you insight, I wanted to, right in the front yard where, where the water hose is at, I got tired of stepping into a place when I turned the water on where my feet would get a little dirt on them. And so I said, you know what, it would be good to just take and just put, uh, build, put some se uh, steps right there and, you know, just cover it in, not cement it, but just put some blocks and everything in. And so that was my intent, just to do something real small, just to keep my feet from getting muddy, not knowing that the Holy Spirit was going to use this as a means to minister to me. And so um, I went to Home Depot. You got to stay with me because I got to tell, tell my story. And I went to Home Depot. First of all, I chose the hottest day, one of the hottest days to start my project. <laughs> Everything that I did until that, you know, I was in the nursery area in, in the hot or in the sun. And so everything I was picking out and choosing was dealing with being in the sun. Um, everything I got was heavy. I got sand, pebbles or rocks, and then stones. And so everything I got required the sense of something physical that you were going to have to move. And basically, I got all these things, and to make a long story short, I ended up making three different trips to Home Depot. And each trip, I had to load the stuff up, unload it. Now, mind you, everything's heavy, and so I loaded it into the car, then get to the house, and I try to get as close as I could you know, to the garage so I could just take it to the area in which I was working. And every trip was hard. And except for the third trip, because that's when the Holy Spirit started speaking. <laughs> I don't know why I didn't speak in the beginning. But the Holy Spirit spoke on the third trip. The third trip is when he told me there were some things that were. Now, now, let me get to this place. So what was happening was because of what I was going to build, what I was putting together, it, it, it meant that I was supposed to create a foundation first. Now, after carrying the stuff, I was tired. I was already tired before I ever started my project. And instead of waiting to continue with my project, I decided that I would just go ahead and get it going. So I immediately began to put everything down. I made sure I had a covering. I didn't want the, you know, the grass or anything to come up, so I laid a, um, a ground covering down. Then I began to put everything down, put my stones down. Make a long story short, what I did in terms of even leveling the ground, halfway leveling the ground, when I put everything, started to put everything in place, when I got to about the third row of blocks or steps, if you will, I realized that my foundation was off. It was uneven. It wasn't sound. It was unsafe. And the reason for it is because I had not put it together on a sound foundation, a sure foundation. And so because of it, it was all off. And so um, the Lord began to show me in order to, to have this this little small area that I wanted everything to be great, the only way it was going to be great is I had to go back, what I'd already done, tear it all down, and go back to the foundation. So that's what I'm talking about in Titus. The Lord begins to speak to, um, Paul speaks to Titus. And what he's doing, he's telling Titus, if you will, to give the background information of Titus, if you will. Um, the purpose of his writing was to invite, Paul It was advising Titus, uh, of his responsibility because he was calling to the, the place that he was going to oversee or supervise the churches on the island of Crete. 
And so God, this is the purpose of Ford. Ford. So if you just follow me along, I'm going to give you the, give you the background history. So Paul's writing to his spiritual son. And so you can see it, Titus 1.4. Uh, he says to Titus, my own son, after the common faith. So basically Paul's writing to Titus and he calls him his son, his spiritual son. And he, when he says, talking about the common faith, it is this thing in which they believe, in which they have in common, this, this word of God that they hold as the thing that pulls them or puts them together. And so Paul's writing to Titus, his spiritual son. And then he goes on, he says, the reason he, he's going to leave him in Crete, the reason why he called him to be here, why he went to another place. In verse 5, he says, for this cause left I thee in Crete, that thou shouldest set in order, that thou shalt set in order or to straighten out what was left unfinished and appoint elders in every town as I directed you. So if you see in verse 5, he says, this is what he did. He said, I've set in order the things that are wanting and then to ordain elders in every city as I appointed thee. So, so what he's telling He's telling Paul's telling Titus, he says, there's a reason why it lets you know that they had some other uh, ministries that had gone forth, ministry uh, type places that they had gone before. And Crete was a place they had, Crete had been a place they had been before. And so now in this context, he's telling him, he says, Titus, I want you to stay here. There's some things that we didn't finish. And it's obvious that one of the things that Paul did was that when he went into a place, he began to set leaders or elders in place. And so uh, in order to do that, he had to find individuals. He was teaching and training. And so what he was telling Titus is that I'm leaving you here to, if you will, to take these leaders, find and appoint different elders, and I want you to begin to teach them and train them. And so then he goes on, and I'm just trying to give you an outline of what's going on. So Paul outlines and lists pastoral qualifications. He goes from Titus chapter 1, 6 through 9, and he makes this, he also makes a contrast between what we would call faithful leaders and false leaders and false teachers. So verses 10 through 16, he kind of does that. I'm not going to go through the whole thing. I just want to give you the insight of what he was doing. Then Paul emphasizes the importance of good works in the life of a believer. Now, now, this is important because as a believer, there are certain things that we're called to do. And then he gives insight, telling him how to relate to various age groups in the church. You know, this is, this is crazy, but, but he's giving him insight. We talk about in the church today all these different things that are in place. You have the small, we call them small groups, cell groups, um, children's church, children's ministry, youth ministry. You, you, you ever heard of those places? Paul was giving T Titus the insight in terms of how to deal or how to talk to these different folks in terms of the ones that he was going to be dealing with, these different areas, these are things we're going to have to deal with. So he's, he's, he's telling him this is how to do it, and he gives him the insight how he's to relate to these various different age groups in the church. Then he goes on, he instructs him, he says, now this, this is one of the things you have to look at because he tells Titus, I'm calling you to be a good example. <laughs> Titus chapter 2, 7 through 8. He's telling him, you got to be a good example. 
is he wants him to be a good example as a mature believer slash leader. And then in, in verse 7 and 8, he's telling him, let's listen to it. In all things, showing thyself a pattern, showing thyself a pattern of good works, right? In doctrine, showing uncorruptness, gravity, sincerity. So he's telling him, there's a certain way I want you to be. There's certain things you got to do. As a leader, it's not just about don't do, you know, you know how we sometimes tell people, you know, it's okay uh, to do certain things. But the way you tell them is basically, listen, uh, you know, don't do what I do, but do what I say. He's telling him, you have to be an example. He says, before the people, you have to be the example. And I'm just kind of giving you the, the outlay so before we get to this other place. Because what happens is that Titus is coming into a place where God is instructing him how, as a leader, how he's supposed to set things in order. How he's supposed to walk. And it's not just setting it in order as much as it is also showing them how to be in order. It, even in his own life. Amen? Yeah. And so he brings it to this place. He's showing him, now, you, you got to be a good leader. He says he shows him how he's supposed to be. Then he says, sound speech that cannot be condemned. Basically, he said, listen, I want people to be able to look at you and not be able to condemn you because of your walk. Yeah. They, they should be able to look at you, and because of the way that you're walking because of the soundness of, let's say, of the soundness of your life or the word that you stood on, they can see you walking in a way that people can see the real God in you. Man, it, it's like we got our eyes on the leader. Can I just tell you? On the believer. So we're watching, you know, the world's watching the believers, right? What in, in the world, for whatever reason, the world's got our eyes on us, but we done messed up because we started looking at the world. Right. God's calling us to a place that we're supposed to be in a position that we're supposed to be leading or setting an example that others can follow. We're supposed to be the light. We're supposed to be the light in a dark world. And so Paul is instructing Timothy, excuse me, Titus, his son, his spiritual son, this pastor, this leader, how he's supposed to walk before the people, yet get other leaders to walk a certain way. So one of the things we look at, you know, I like this. This is kind of like one catchy phrases. It's like who you are is just as important as what you can do. Sometimes we focus so much in terms of who we are that it, we're not seeing the real thing, you know, the real thing is that God's looking at who you are spiritually, not just what you can do. You know, sometimes we're so focused on what you can do as opposed to who you are. And who you are is about what you stand for, how you walk. And so there's some things that are coming into mind. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to chop two back and forth. Let me get, get on course because I'm on. Now, and so there's some things that's taking place. And so I want to jump into this place. So he uses this word. And he says, a sound foundation. In verse 2, or excuse me, in verse 1, he says, but speak those things which become sound doctrine. Now, really, this word sound, when he uses this word sound, it, it really comes from a place um, 
where we get a word that's called hygiene. It's, it's really a word that, that kind of sets a different flow, a different pattern. What it means is it means sound in terms of right. It means healthful or health-giving. It means wholesome and healthy doctrine. So basically he's saying, I want you to have something sound that's healthy, something that is wholesome, something that, that you can live your life on. You know, you can live your life in terms of something that's healthy and clean. So basically what he's giving him, now, now if you go back and Timothy to kind of does something else in the book of Timothy, uh, 2 Timothy chapter 1, uh, chapter 1, verse 8 and verse 9, um, there's, there's some things that Timothy brings in because Timothy kind of shows us about the words that we're talking about because we get to talk about sound doctrine. Um, the words really come from the word of the, of the gospel. That's the thing that we want to follow. We are we just to hold fast to the holy scriptures, the words of God. Uh, the word of God and the word of God alone can bring health and life to the soul of man. So we're looking at that place that in Timothy, Timothy does this to us. And I, I'm jumping on, y'all. And, and so it's in 2 Timothy 1.13. It, it says, hold fast the pattern of sound words which you have heard from me. This is Paul. In faith and love which are in Christ Jesus. So he's saying this soundness, this wholeness, this thing that we want and desire that keeps us right, healthy, feeds our soul and our spirit it will only come from the word of God or from Christ Jesus. I'm in the right house. I, vote. I know I'm kind of like just out there, but it's like it's like to get to this place because God is saying what's wrong with the body of Christ is that we don't have this sound foundation. The sound foundation is meant to cause us not to be swayed. You know, you know, with things that are, you ever listen to people and they sound like they have something that's good? And because of the way they say it, it just sounds good. And many people are following after false doctrine and false teachers because of the way their presentation, it sounds good. And so when you have a sound foundation, you know, when you know everything's sure, the footing sound, that, you know, everything is even like it's supposed to. It causes us not to be able to flow or follow back and forth in these different, be swayed in these different places. It causes us to be in a place, if you've ever had a situation where you really had a pivotal situation that was tragic, you ever had a difficult, tragic circumstance that came your way that seemed to just knock you down? Something that just kind of devastated you. Anybody had anything like that? Something in your life just knocked you down. I'll tell you some things. Death to sickness, death or sickness, sometimes relationship issues can cause, can be so tragic that if you're not grounded in God, if you don't really know the word, these are things that have caused you to go in other places. Let me tell you this. If you don't have a sound foundation, what happens is that you can even get emotionally so caught up with what's going on in other places. Your emotions can get the better of you. The soundness of the word of God brings us to a place to be able to stand in a way that we could not if we didn't have this even footing. Yeah. And so it's just this, this, this place. It's like we are falling in the midst of things because some of us have not been sound. To be sound is to be whole, whole, and healthy. Some of us just, just don't have what I call sober living. 
And I'm not talking about somebody that's, that's drinking. I'm talking about just sober of mind. Just to have the mindset to stay in a place because we believe what God said. And I'm going to tell you, we're being swayed to move in different places. Our emotions are ruling us. Can I say this to us right now? One of the things that's happening in the midst of things, I don't want to just keep focusing on the same things, but guys, I need you to understand, it's some things that's got us so vexed and so moved in ways that God didn't mean for us to move. We are falling and flowing with different things. Everything the world's saying, we're trying to follow after. And God is yet speaking. God is yet still on the throne. But you'll only know it if you have sound footing. Mm -hmm. yeah. It's this place. In this, he's calling us to a place. When you start to look at sound doctrine, Titus begins to take them through a place where it's like not only about sober living, but living responsible. Can I tell you this? This kind of messed me up. You know, we're responsible even in terms, any of you got in on the social media and just write, as Christians, you're responsible for what you're going to influence the other people that are going to hear by way of your text or your writings. You are responsible that they might see Christ and not see you. So if you're influenced by what the world is saying and by what the world is doing and you speak in accordance you're telling me about your doctrine, whether or not it's sound. Okay, get back, get back. Yeah. Glory to God. And there's some things that are happening. We're being swayed and moved. Can I tell you that the world situation wants to move us? And move us, when I say move or sway you, it, it only means to try to get you off the sense of seeing the God that you serve. I want to tell you, it's the enemy's, it's the enemy's mindset to cause you and I to doubt God. Well, you know, the only way you're going to doubt, the only way you, you doubt is if you lose sight. Can I tell you this? If you lose sight of the pattern of God, if you lose sight of the soundness of God, if you lose sight of the things that God is saying, that's when we lose sight of what's going forth. The, the sound foundation, this whole sound foundation that God's looking for, this place, what I found as I began to make that thing the other day what happened is because I didn't do it right it wasn't on a sure footing it wasn't sound when I stepped on it everything was moving it wasn't sound it was swaying from right to left back and forth it, it really was a situation that it was dangerous can I tell you some of us are in a place that the footing that we're standing on because we don't have a sound sure footing in God we are living in a dangerous position we are precariously setting in a place that sooner or later we're going to fall because we're going to be swayed to do things that are not according to the word of God. <clears throat> Titus is called to a place where God is really, where, where Paul is really talking to him because you're going to be before leaders. And better yet to say this, point at yourself and say, I'm a leader. I'm a leader. Man. You're leading whether you like it or not. You're called to be a leader. And so God's trying to raise you up. He's using Paul to talk to Titus to raise him up to get him to a place he's going to be able to appoint some individuals. Can you be appointed as an elder today? Can you be the mature, responsible individual that God's calling for? Are you the one that God can say, hey, we can have you look after some things? Woo! Glory to God. Man, I'm telling you. 
You may not feel like you are. You may not want to. Can I just be real with you? It's not a job that you're going to want. But as Christians, we're called to this place of leadership, whether we like it or not. We're called to be examples. Oh, I got to calm myself. We're called to be examples, even if we don't want to be. Brother Billy, we don't, we don't want to be, but we got to do it anyway. God's calling us to be the leaders and be examples. He literally is putting you in position that people will watch you when you don't want them to see you. Glory to God. Man, I'd like to just hide behind some things and hope that no one. But that's not what he says. With the sound foundation, when you walk in the sound foundation, what happens is they don't see you. They see the Christ that's in you. Because what you be, what I'm saying, and that's the sound foundation, it's the word of God. And so we're taking the word, it's like everything we're learning about Christ, we're implementing it into our lives to walk in the midst of it. You ever thought about your faith? And you ever wonder why sometimes we never step out in faith? It's because we really don't believe. Don't have sound footing. So we're swayed by other things. By other means. And I want to tell you this. When you start to see this healthy living that God is calling Titus to share, to share uh, Paul's calling Titus to share from the word of God, what's happening is it shows you how to deal in relationships. Man, can you imagine that? God wants us to get along with people. <laughs> we're called to walk in a place that we're supposed to be an influence to bring others to the kingdom of God. <laughs> God is calling you to a place. I don't know if anybody's making sense to anybody, but I'm telling you, this is what he wants. Anybody want, you want depth and substance? Man, I, I, you know what, can I tell you, on my way, I just kept thinking about Brother Douglas. I miss that guy. Yeah. Douglas gives one of the greatest hugs, man. It's just like, if ever, please don't anybody else be offended. But he gives, he gives me the greatest hug. Yeah. <clears throat> I love it. And what happens is that he just kind of causes my sense of, the, you know, the want of fellowship. <laughs> he makes that love come up. You know, he just loves on you. Some days you come in, you don't really want to love on nobody. You just want to get in your, you know, especially with this. You know, we can just kind of do this. And, and he just loves on you. I miss that guy. I miss everybody. But you know what I'm just saying, you know. But it's that sure foundation of God. There's some things that's brought out. We're called to show the love one to another. We're called to this place. I don't know if this is helping you guys, but it's healthy living that God's calling for. Anybody want to be healthy? Yes. Well, let me just tell you about healthy in this city. You know, we talk about the foods that we eat. And everybody will tell you, you know, well, you want to get to that place to eat right, eat healthy. Can I tell you spiritually, when we start partaking of the word of God in a healthy way, it's going to help our relationships become healthy. Yeah. It makes us become healthy. Yeah. Now, I can tell you, to get along with your neighbors. <sighs> any drivers in the house? <laughs> any, any drivers with, with problems? <laughs> any drivers that know you're impatient? So you get quiet all at once, you know. <laughs> any drivers that have any, you know, you, you know, you have anger management issues. 
And, and, you know, sometimes what happens is when you get in places like when you're driving, you start to see your issues. Right. Usually because you lose sight of your doctrine, your foundation. See, everybody's looking at me like, move off that subject. That's that. Well, the reason I bring it up is because one of the things that, 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 that Titus is doing is like, I'm trying to break some things down and I'm trying to move fast in it. But I want to tell you this, Titus, even though he's going to share different things, Paul gives different things for Titus to do. You can break it down and you can see there are relationships in the church, but there's also relationships that we have to do. They say how we act in the church. Can you imagine what it's like, how we're supposed to behave in the church? There's certain protocol. Well, as Christians, there's certain protocol for you in the world. If you go through Titus, these three chapters, one of the things that happens, Titus even shows us how we're supposed to respond in places of our citizenship. Just messes me up. You know, because you, you can find yourself, can I just be real with you? You can find ways that you're out of line. You know, nobody's around. You see a stop sign. <laughs> I just live it alone. I live it alone. You just, just, but it, it shows it's the conduct of this. See what happens is your foundation. When you have the sound foundation, no one has to be around. It creates integrity on the inside of you. You're going to do things if no one can even see you. You're still going to do the right thing. Yeah. It's because of the sound foundation. Yeah. Titus is being exposed by the word from from Paul. To walk a certain way as an example before the people. He's called to this place that we understand. See, see how do I say it like this? Sound doctrine is going to demand that it doesn't make a difference who you are. You're called to live responsibly. You're called to live responsibly regardless to your age. Glory to God. Your age, your gender, or your position. He covers it all. You don't get to say, well, I'm because I'm, you know, this or that. He, he covers it all. You know, it's this place that sound doctrine is the place that he's calling us to, that the word of God, we must obey. Somebody has to see that the word is operating within us. I don't know if this is making sense, but it's like there's a pattern. God's calling us to a pattern. And again, like I say, in Timothy, he did that. He said, hold fast the pattern of sound words. Well, he was, again, talking about this place of wellness, wholeness. These words that you've heard, what were the words we heard? The words that we heard in faith, the words which have to do with Christ Jesus. He's calling us to a place to walk in a way where others will not see you. My God, <coughs> they're not supposed to see you. They're supposed to see Christ in you. Can I tell you what it's like? It's like we're supposed to become to the place that little by little, surely day by day, people are supposed to be able to see past me, but see the Christ in me. Something in me should be changing from moment to moment. The Bible says that he's taken us from glory to glory. If anybody's still in the same place as you were when you first started your journey, then something's wrong. Even if you're in the place, you know, this, this will kind of bother you guys, but if you're still in the same place 
where you were a week ago. Something's wrong. And let me tell you something about patterns. Because sometimes we don't understand it, but in the pattern of God, it causes us to keep flowing a certain way. God has a pattern. His word, there's a pattern to follow, to flow in. And you follow the pattern, you can't miss it. I was on a plane once years ago, and at the time, my wife said to me, she said, you know, I sing the same thing. You know, we've been flying for the last 10 minutes. She said, I keep seeing the same thing. Well, of course, I told her, there's no way. Me being so smart, Billy, I had to tell her. She didn't know what she was talking about. There's no way. You, she says, I sing the same thing, the same landmark three times. Can't be. There's no way. Couldn't possibly. We're flying. Well, and then, then you know, glory be to God, the uh, pilot captain had to come on, and he had to tell us, he says, now some of you may be noticing that you're seeing the same landmarks. He said, the reason for it, of course, my head went down because I you know. Um, but what had happened was he says, you may not, you may have noticed that you're seeing the same thing. He said, the reason for it is that we're in a holding pattern and we're simply just going around mm -hmm. in a circle. He said, the winds, there's crosswinds below and we can't come down yet. So we have to keep flying around. Now, of course, it, that leads to a whole other message in itself. But I want to tell you something. God's calling us to hold to the pattern of his pattern. That means to keep following the same pattern. He's not calling you to change it. He wants this sound foundation, this pattern that you flow and follow in. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, you know, if you're having difficulties, you're having problems, sometimes you want to look at what's going on with your foundation. Did I go too far, y'all? No. Jesus. Not. Sometimes I, I know I get talking, I get, you know, I get to talking fast and I have to do this to myself. Jesus. I get excited because it's like I got a lot of stuff that's written down. I can't go through all that. But I want to tell you like this. It's this sound, the soundness of God. What does it sound like? What does it look like? What is God calling? What is God speaking? And I want to tell you, remember when I said one of the things I know that God is promoting. Oh, glory to God. God is promoting. Well, what does promotion look like? And I said like this. When God is promoting, God is going to promote you. He's going to promote you based on the word, what you look yeah. like from his word. Yeah. He's going to promote you based on his word. Now, now, let me tell you something. God's going to call you and speak to you even when you don't measure up. So what do you mean by that? You haven't arrived to the place God promotes before you ever get there. If the promotion's already there, he's, he's waiting for you to come. That's kind of crazy, huh? Because it's like it's different from the way we do things. We look in and we evaluate, and if you if you do it, you, you know you sound good or you're walking. That's not how God God's already evaluated you. Yeah. He's already promoted you because He already put it in you. He says already said, "I've given you a sound foundation based on Christ." Yeah. You know, just to show you, just I don't want to get all over the map, but it's like when you look at people in the Word of God, you can see. Remember, again, we talk about David, and David's called David's called to be king when he was still in a position. You know, just guarding the sheep, watching over the sheep. And so here we have the situation we got to understand. Many of you have been called even though you don't feel like you're called. Yeah. Now God's calling you. Can I say it like this? God's calling you to walk in the midst of his word. Mm -hmm. He's calling you to find your, can I, can I use the word footing? He's calling you to find your footing to simply step into the places 
by the will and ways of God to follow the word. That's like every time we learn something. Let me say it like this. Every time you learn something in the word and you recognize it to be true, it's time for you to step up in that word. Okay, that kind of makes Man, tell somebody you're responsible to walk. Responsibly. I don't like that. Say, why, why you don't like that? Because I can't keep doing what I was doing. You know, it's like, it's like you're learning. Once you learn something was wrong, well, not just wrong, but when you learn certain things in the word, it's like, wow, this is what I had to do this. You know, and I keep going back to some of the places because of some things, the area of forgiveness is an area that we have difficulty. Anybody have difficulty with forgiving? I really don't. I can be honest with that. I don't. Um, it's just a place that God will cause you to be humble in. It's like whether you like it or not, you just, for me, it's like, hey, I don't mind being wrong. I joke about it, but I don't mind. I don't mind acknowledging that I was wrong, you know, and I don't like to tell people I'm sorry. No, I don't like telling them I'm sorry. I tell them I was wrong. So why is that? Because I take responsibility. I have to own up to certain things. So I don't walk in it. It's just a different way, different, different way of looking at it. Now they get back on course now. I deal with that area of forgiveness because once you learn about forgiveness, it really isn't about the other person. It becomes deep. God's trying to take us to higher places. The foundation that God has for you is so sure if you're willing to let go. Anybody here? If you really want to see something, I feel like I'm all over the map, but it's this sound doctrine that God's looking for. What's the sound doctrine? It's the word of God. But it's like there are different parts or different things in the word. We got to make them specific enough to deal with who we are, that the word becomes sound to deal with every area of our lives. Does that make sense to you? Because what happens is it's like if you're on a job, God wants to speak to you about dealing with your coworkers. He wants to deal with you about, about your work. You know, you know, I, I, as a supervisor, I used to supervise on my job. And it's like, hey, and I'm going to tell you, um, it's some folks that if I had the way, they, they would have got fired. Every, I mean, that, you know, that's a, <laughs> it's just the thing that you look at and you say, well, wait a minute. Everybody doesn't have the same mindset when it comes to work. Yeah. God deals with us as leaders that we have to be responsible in everything that we do. Yeah, we don't get to do what the world does. We don't get to take off. We don't get to slack off. We're called to do it a certain way. Coworkers, you ever have coworkers you don't agree with that's hard to deal with? You can't just quit, say, I'm done with you. <laughs> well, God calls us in a place to deal with one another, and the word shows us a sound foundation shows you how to deal with people. Yeah. You know, because to be honest, we, we're usually just thinking about ourselves. God said it's yeah. not about you. Amen. It's not about you. Yeah. You know, when God deals with us, it's, it's really not about you, about you loving the other person through the place that they're in. You know, it's, it's things in the word that I found out that we become very hard and harsh on. But if you watch Jesus, because remember, you always got to do the way Jesus did. And that's the sound footing of God is that you're going to do it the way he did it. And God is always going to bring you to the place that you're going to learn how to deal with people. It's, it's difficult 
But it's not difficult. I'm finding that the more I love on him, the more he loves on me, the more I love on his people. And the word, you know, let me say it like this. I'm like, man, I feel like I'm all over the map, y'all. I feel like I'm all over the map. I had all these things. You ever have it like, see, you got all my ducks in a row? Well, it's just, you know, um, I really feel like the Holy Spirit wants to tell you again, God wants to grow you up. He wants to promote you. He wants you to walk in places that you don't want to. He wants you to understand their qualifications that he's already given you. You're already qualified. Even though you keep telling yourself you're not, you're called to this place. You're called to lead others. Anybody feel like you're not qualified? You're not ready? Everybody say, I'm not ready. I'm not ready. Jesus. But it doesn't matter what you feel or what you think. And if we had a tendency sometimes to look at other people, and when looking at them, we think that, That's the way, that person. But God has called you to this place. Amen. God's called you to this place. God's called you to this place. This promotion that God is calling for, I want to tell you, the church has to recognize God's calling for order Mm -hmm. to straighten some things out. He was dealing with Titus, you know, there's some things we didn't get it to finish. There's some things we left unfinished. I want to tell you that there's some things God wants us to straighten out in the church. Yeah. Straighten out because to, to, to get these leaders in the right place. But in order for the leaders to get there, we have to be an example. Tap yourself. Say, I'm going to be an example. You know, can you imagine this? You're thinking about the church, but in order for us to be, how you say, uh, in the church where we are walking a certain way, we're going to have to conduct ourselves a certain way at home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You imagine what it's like that in my home that I'm called, if I'm called as a leader out and about, I'm called as a leader in my home. But what he really was talking about is walking responsibly, walking sober, walking that someone might see the Christ in me, even in my home. Yeah. Glory to God. You don't get to take a sabbatical in your house. <laughs> Jesus. So can I say this to us? God's promoting you. That means he's going to take you around some people. We say, well, everybody's saying, well, nah, we're in social distancing. He's going to take you around some people if they know more than the ones in your house. And the ones in your house are going to shake you up worse than the church could ever shake you. <laughs> some of your family, okay, don't talk about family. Some of your family can move you like the world could never move you. Right. Woo. Can I just say this to us? God's calling us in the church to be responsible, but you can't just be responsible at church. You're called to be responsible in your homes. People are watching. You know, it's hard for to ask our families to follow us. You know, and they see us in the world one way, but see us in the house another. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I love the fact that when I look at it and I see that family members that are part of a ministry, because it tells me something. It's like, hey, they look, they seen something in the leader because they didn't see you at your ugliest if you in the family. They didn't see you at your worst. You know, because 
can I be real with us? You know, we try to set it up. You know, if you're in relationships with anybody, you always want to show your best side. <laughs> but family gets to see the worst stuff. They get to see the stuff. You know, when you take your eyelashes, oh, oh, no, when you get to the place that you take everything off, they get to see you. Yeah. Yeah. Man. <laughs> it's that stuff when we start to uncover, God is saying, I want you in a place that with a sound doctrine, it makes no difference where you at. You'll always have your makeup on. Hmm. Woo. This is something. We're called to a place. I'm all over the map, y'all. It's like this sound foundation. I'm about to close this out because I got a lot. And I'm like, is this helping at all? Yes. I feel like I'm all over the map. Can I say it like this? this? This place that we're called to, like I told you, what happened when I began to build that area up, I had to tear it down three or four times because what I had did, I started out wrong. And because I started out wrong, it never was going to be right. Can I tell you there's some things that God's going to tear down in your lives and rebuild it on the foundation that is by Christ and in Christ. And that's the only thing that's going to stand. Everybody got quiet on that. Tear down God. Don't tear down anything. I like that. <laughs> But it's the things that are in us that God is looking for. And I'm telling you today, I'm telling you, I know God is saying, you built it. Some of you built things in your lives. You built your foundation. You know, because you, what happens is our, many of us started going to church because our parents was going. And they made us go. And so we went to church because our parents went. You know, but when you start to have your personal relationship with him, he's going to lead you into the word. And I'm going to tell you, where you're at right now, God is leading you into the word. He's going, every time he opens and reveals himself in his word, every time you get that sound doctrine, that sound teaching, that the word reveals Christ Jesus, it does something to you on the inside. He wants to change and mold you to look like him. And so once it happens and you're on this, this wholeness, this wellness that comes through the word, it starts to alter everything that you used to do. There were things the way I used to say them, I can't say it anymore. Yeah. There's some things I used to do. I can't do it anymore. I used to love to fight. Glory to God. My goodness. I'm being honest. I love to fight. I, I look for a reason just to fight. I'm talking about taking the hands and laying hands on them. Glory to God. And I was looking to slay somebody, but it wasn't in the spirit of God. What I'm saying is God had to change that fighter. I'm still willing to fight, but not with the fists. I don't even use my words the way I used to. I change the words because I want the spirit of God to come forth. And it doesn't make a difference who's around. It's in me. It's because of the footing, the foundation. God wants to change some of you where you're at now. I don't care how long you've been in here. He's going to change your mindset. Some of you are not willing to give or budge. You're not willing to move. God is calling you to a place to release that old stuff, let it go, let him have what he desires in you to take you in a hole. He wants to take out the old thing. You know, we learn some stuff through families. He wants to take it out. Yeah. Praise God. We're going to be examples. 
Tell somebody I'm being promoted. I'm being promoted. Praise God. My promotion spiritually, God is going to use me to cause somebody else to be elevated because they're going to see the sense of integrity and example that only Christ could bring forth in and through me. Woo, touch somebody, say, that's me. Glory to God, that's me. Woo, I want to tell you this. God has taken us higher, whether we want it or not. Tell somebody, I don't want to participate in a blessing. (laughs) Yeah, see, nobody's going to say that. I want my blessing. Glory to God. God passed me over, I don't want it. No, no, no. But God is calling us to a place now. And it's by his word. He's showing us how to walk. He's showing us how to talk. He's just showing you responsible, what I call sober living. Just sensibly, sensibly, how you say, just being sensible in terms of your walk. Mm -hmm. Just in that place, one with another. Man, in your home, yeah, you know, it's hard when if I tell you, you say, let's be more loving, let's be more caring, let's show compassion. If we do it like that, it becomes difficult. You know, the minute you say, I'm not going to do something, that's the very thing you find yourself. The enemy's going to challenge you to fall into it. But I'm telling you, if you'll submit, because God wants to take us higher, if you're willing to submit, if you're willing to take the word of God as God produces certain things and brings it to your place of knowing that a change is needed and necessary, if you'll submit, because it, it flows in these places. I'm going to tell you, some of you, even your words about other people. Some of the things you say about other people, you got to watch your lips. Yeah. Put a, what they say, put a lock on your lips. You ever kind of, got to watch what you say. You know, it, it's just God's calling us to another place. I went way off trying to do this thing. But listen, if you're in the house and you desire more in the things of God or more from God in the sense of just saying, hey, God, I want to submit. I want to be used. I want to, I want to glorify you. Just what I would call it, just to apply sensible living, responsible living. It's really to take the word of God. It's the teachings of faith. Man, I want to tell you, some of you are going to have to stand in a place of faith, even for family members. You got family members that I say? Some of them won't get saved or won't give their lives to Christ till they see you walking in a spirit of integrity. Yeah. Some of them are not going to move till they see the compassion and love of God just, just the way you extend yourself out. Yeah. Will you pray with me today if you're one of those individuals that know that God's calling for promotion? You know, I don't know, I don't know about you, but some people feel like they've already arrived. They don't need any changing. They don't need to do anything. If you're one of those, this prayer is not for you. <laughs> if you feel like you already got it all, this prayer is not for you. But if you're like me and know that there's more that God is showing, more that I want, more that I desire, I want people not to see Ken. I want them to see Christ. If you're like that, if you're like that in that in that way, you're regarding it in this way, that even in your home, you want someone to see Christ before you ever open your mouth. Will you pray with me? If you don't know him, even as your as your personal savior, I'm gonna pray for you because I know that God can make a way out of no way. I know he can lead you down the path. He can take you in a way that no one else can. How will we say this? We're in this place and time. God is calling for what I call sound doctrine. As he spoke to Titus, Paul speaking to Titus is sound doctrine. Glory to God. Gracious Father, we thank you. We praise you right now. I thank you, Lord, that you're going to challenge believers, leaders.
teachers. You're going to challenge them to come up in a new way. You're going to challenge them to accept what you're calling for in your word. That we're going to be challenged for the place to be show the integrity of God. We're going to be challenged with our homes, with our home life, with our family life. We're going to be challenged to walk with people in a way we haven't before. And I'm thanking you in advance, Father, that you're going to con cause conviction to come to hearts and minds that we will submit in whatever areas that you speak. And yet even as we're saying this, Lord, to those that don't know you, that don't know Christ as a personal Savior, all the word simply says that if you don't know Jesus, all you have to do is just ask. If you ask, Jesus will come in. If you'll just simply just ask. I want to pray for you. If you're in that place, you're looking to accept Jesus as your personal Savior. He says if you'll confess your sins, he's faithful and just to forgive you and to cleanse you from all unrighteousness. All it takes is for you just simply just to say yes. Give him a yes, I will, and he meets you in the place that you're at. If you're here today, we're praying now. Father, I thank you in advance for those that are looking and that are willing to invite you in. I pray now, Father, that even as they open, for you said that you stand at the door and knock, and if any man would open, that they, that you that they would come in. And so I thank you that even now, that even as they ask that you're coming in, that you're going to do it. And then, Father, I thank you that you're going to send someone to speak to them and lead them to the right place. I'm talking about a, a right place where they can get sound doctrine. I'm praying that even if you're hearing this word, that you'll get back, they, they've got information that you can get that's going to lead you so that you can get some sound doctrine just to help you grow. And so, Father, we thank you for what you're doing. We thank you for the blessings that come forth. We thank you for promoting and causing people to go in ways that they never knew they could. I thank you for the growth in Jesus' name. To God be the glory. Amen. Say the word works if we work the word. If God is building top quality faith in your life through this ministry, we pray that you will partner with us by giving. You can visit our website, tqfm.org. Also, remember to subscribe for more messages like this.